Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. T-Mobile or Metro PCS, we have a number that you can call in in order to access the uh, the bridge. And that number is 518-333-1529. After dialing in to that number, you will proceed by calling in on our conference line, 641-715-3670, and that access code is 420-123-POUNDS. Amen. So while we're uh, waiting, we want you to tell your friends, tell your family, tell your foes, call them, invite them, add them in, put it on your social media page, take someone, however you have to get them to this word. Listen, I have a word for you on today, and I want to make sure that we all get this word going in to this, uh, the rest of this month. We need to get this principle down before we can move forward with anything else. So if you would, go ahead and uh, tell others to join us here live on the broadcast. That is 641-715-3670, and that access code is 4201 pounds. And if you're calling in from a different provider, the number is, uh, excuse me, from T-Mobile or Metro PCS, the number is uh, 518-333-1529. And then you would follow by adding our conference number, 641-715-3670, access code 420-123-POUND. Amen. So as we're doing that, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to uh, start with our announcements on this morning. We want to make sure we get our announcements out the way, go into a quick time of prayer, and then power in the word. Amen. You've reached the Message of Christ Church located in Chicago, Illinois, where our senior pastor is none other than Prophetess Sylvia Staples. Mega Prayer is Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central Standard Time. And also on Monday nights at 7 p.m., join us for our Miracle Monday. That's every Monday night at 7 p.m. Join us for Miracle Monday. Also, Sundays at 8 a.m., you can join us for our Bible School. That's every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. We're here live on this broadcast with Bible School. Amen. Bible School, that's the best way to learn is through Bible School. Amen. So um, if you desire prayer after any broadcast, you may reach us on our office number, 
which is 773-609-2071. Make sure to leave a voice or text message, and we will be returning those calls. If it is for a prayer request, we will not be returning those calls. However, we will distribute those requests to our entire intercessory team, and we will be covering your prayer needs um, for you. Amen. And if you have questions about anything going on with the ministry, we'll be glad to contact you in reference to your questions, concerns, or comments that you leave on our voicemail system. Also, you can reach us by email. Our email address is messageofchrist at yahoo.com. That's messageofchrist@yahoo.com. You can leave us messages there. Let us know that you're enjoying what the ministry is doing, that you're growing, that God is blessing you. We want to know how God is blessing you through this ministry. So or if you have any questions, concerns, or you desire this ministry to come to your city or to your, your church, that's one way of contacting us in regards to you can leave your prayer request in email form. You can reach us by Internet. Our web address is messageofchrist.net and sylviastaplesministries.com. You can leave your prayer requests and praise reports on those websites, as well as you can get an itinerary of where this ministry is going and what this ministry is doing. There's plenty of products for you to order. We have prep cloths, prayer shawls, prep pillows. If you want to order one of those, they're made personally by the anointed hands of Pastor Prophetess Sylvia Staples um, herself. So I ask that you would get one of these anointed pillows, get an anointed prayer covering for your family member. Listen, it's Christmas season. If you know someone that's sick, if you know someone you just want to give a special gift to, this anointed gift is going to be a blessing for this for the person that you desire to buy this gift from. So contact the ministry if you desire to buy one of those prayer coverings. Also, we have video on those websites. Excuse me. Excuse me. Next, I'm going to ask again, if you have not connected with Pastor Staples, listen, today is your day. You need to connect with Pastor Staples on Facebook. She is Sylvia Staples on Facebook. Sylvia Staples on Facebook. Pastor Staples believe in going live on Facebook. Amen. So you need to join her on Facebook, friend her on Facebook, so that when she does these teachings and lessons on Facebook Live, you're able to take part in it. She's also on Periscope as well as YouTube. So I'm asking you to subscribe to her channel, connect with her on Facebook and Periscope. We want you to stay connected to the ministry. We've given you many, many outlets in order to do that because we want to see you grow. We want to see change in your life, and this is what this ministry is about. We have an upcoming event for this month. Amen. If you have not been to any event this year, hosted by uh, Pastor Staples and the Message of Christ Church. Listen, you have to get to this event before the year end close. If you haven't been to anything else, I'm asking you to make your way to this event. 
I don't have all the details, but I know that it's coming up soon, and it will be uh, in the Chicago area. So if you're in that area, if you have family members in the area, I'm asking that you would reach out to the ministry with one of the means and uh, find out what is going on, when it's going on, so that you or your family members in that area can get to this meeting. It is imperative that you get to this meeting. Amen. And at this time, this is going to end our announcements, and we're going to go ahead and go forward with the time of prayer, and we'll come back with the power and the word. Most gracious and merciful, Father God, we thank you. We praise you, Father God, for last night's lying down and this morning's rising, Father God. Lord, we thank you, God, that you know our lying down, and you know our uprising, Father, in the name of Jesus, God. So, Father, as we proceed to go on in prayer, Father God, we just want to tell you we thank you, Lord. We thank you, God, because you are our creator. We thank you, Lord God, because thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. God, you are the way. You are the truth. You are the light, God. We thank you, Lord God, for your son, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Lord, we thank you and we praise you, Lord God, that you are grace. You are mercy, Father. We thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, God. Because, God, if it was not for you, God, Lord, we don't know where we would be, God. Lord, so we just want to say we thank you on this morning, God. It wasn't anything that we did so great, God. But, Father God, it's because you are the great God. So we just say thank you, Father God. We lift up our hands to you, Father God, and praise, Lord, and in exuberant praise, Father. We give all praise, honor, and glory to you because you are Lord of lords. You are king of all kings, Father God, in the name of Jesus, God. Father God, we thank you and we praise you, God, for our health, God. We thank you, Lord God, for the activities of our limbs, God. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, that we have ears to hear, eyes to see, God, a mouth to speak, God, in the name of Jesus, God. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father God, for a sound mind. We thank you, Lord God, for peace. Hallelujah, God. Lord, we thank you and we praise you, God. Hallelujah, for covering and sheltering and shielding and protecting us, Father God, in the name of Jesus, God. We thank you, Father God, that you are heart fixer and a mind regulator, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, that you are Jehovah Jireh. You are our protector. You are, hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus, supplying all of our needs, God, according to your riches and glory, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, hallelujah, God, that even when, hallelujah, God, we don't deserve, God, you are yet, hallelujah, so grateful. You are yet so, thank you, Jesus, giving. You are yet so loving in the name of Jesus, God. So we just say thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Father, we thank you, oh God, and we praise you today, Father, God, for what will take place in our lives on today, Father, God. Father, God, we expect miracles, oh God. We expect to see miracles, signs, and wonders, Father, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, we expect to see our loved ones saved, oh God, in the name of Jesus, God. Father, God, we expect not just our loved ones, God, but all the loved ones, oh God, to be saved on today, Father God. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for a renewed mind, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, God. We thank you, Lord God, for more strength, Father God, in the name of Jesus, God. Lord, we thank you and we praise you right now, Father God, for the line of communication, Father God. We thank you, oh God, for opening the line 
of communication, Father God. Oh, God, we remove every hindrance and disturbance, oh, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. And we thank you and we praise you right now that you, hallelujah, are in the midst, oh, God. We thank you for your Shekinah glory, Father God, that's in the midst of this call, Father God, that's in the midst of this prayer line, Father God. Those that are calling in, oh, God, from Jamaica, Lord God, those that are calling in from Thailand and Africa, Father God, those that are calling in from all parts of these United States, God, those that are calling in from India, Father God, I thank you, Lord God, that the anointing, oh God, hallelujah, God, oh Lord God, is in their house too, Father God, it's in their car, hallelujah, God, it's on the train with them, oh God, it's with them as they walk, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, God, I thank you for what you're doing right now, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, God, I thank you, oh God, hallelujah, God, oh God, for those, oh God, that are traveling, oh God, even as they're listening to this podcast, oh God, I thank you, Lord God, for a hedge of protection. I thank you for hiding them under the wings of the Almighty, Father God, in the name of Jesus, God. Keep them safe, oh God, as they travel up and down the dangerous highways, Father God. Keep them safe, oh God, as they walk, oh God, as they ride, Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, as they travel by air, by boat, by bus, by car, by plane, Father God. However, that means of travel, Father God. I thank you, Father God, that you keep them safe, oh God, as they go to and from in the mighty name of Jesus, allowing them to ride back home safely, oh God, and finding things better than what they were, Father, in the name of Jesus, God. I ask right now, Father, that you would just touch these college students, oh God. Some are taking exams, Father God. I ask, God, that you, Father God, will bring those things back to their remembrance, oh God, that they're able to excel, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, academically, Father God. Lord God, thank you, Lord God, that not only during the time of their cramming, oh God, for final exams, God, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, that they have time to spend with you, oh God, that they have knowledge of your word, Father God, in the name of Jesus, God. Then, Lord, I ask, God, that you will keep them safe as they travel from college to home, God. Lord God, not just those college students, God, but Lord God, those that are in the military, Father God, the young children, oh God, that will be out of school, oh God, on next week, oh God. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father God, for keeping them safe, Father. In the name of Jesus, God. Those, Father God, that are dealing with sickness and illness and disease, Father God, we curse it at the root, Father God. And we say, by the stripes of Jesus, they are healed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. By Jesus' stripes. Hallelujah. They're healed. Jehovah Rapha is the healer on today. And we thank you, Lord God, that you remove all pain, oh God, in the name of Jesus, God. I thank you, Lord God, that you are faithful. I thank you, Father God, that when doctors say no, you, hallelujah, say yes, Lord God. And so we thank you, God, that you have the final say in the name of Jesus, God. So, Father, as we proceed to go into our time, oh God, of the word, Father God, Father God, not my words, but your words, oh God. Father God, not my will, but your will, oh God. Be done, oh God, in me, through me, and Lord God, around me, God, in the name of Jesus, God, that you be seen, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that you be heard, Father God, that you be uplifted, oh God, through this word, Father, in the name of Jesus, God, and I pray, Father, that not this word, God, be just for me, God, but it will stir the souls of those, oh God, that are on this line on today, God, in the name of Jesus, God. So I thank you, Father, for this ministry 
here on this team with me, and I thank you, oh God, for Pastor Staples. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. We thank everyone once again. If you're just joining in, you've reached the Message of Christ Church. We are out of Chicago, Illinois, and we're so glad that you joined us on this morning. If this is your first time calling in, welcome, welcome, welcome. We do thank you for calling in this morning. It's not by accident nor coincidence that you're on the line. And also, if this is your, uh, if you've called in before, we thank God for you staying connected to this ministry. Amen. We thank you so much for staying connected to this ministry. Listen, last night I was dreaming, dreaming, dreaming. I was dreaming, 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 dreaming. And um, I was just, I had a word, and God just gave me a new word um, in my sleep. So, you know, I always give one word. And so my word is give, G-I-V-E, give. That is the word for today, give. And so um, as I was um, thinking on the word give, I hope you got your pens and your papers because when God gives me something, it just kind of, you know, downloaded in me and, and I just kind of go from where he gives me from there. So uh, this word give, I'm going to first give you uh, what uh, Webster um, says about give. <laughs> okay, so Webster says give is to make a present of, to place in the hands of, to deliver an exchange of recompense or pay, to let go for a price or sale, to administer, to bestow, amen, so many to endure the loss of or sacrifice, to a lot as a portion or share to omit or utter, to submit for consideration, acceptance. Those are just a few of the words of giving. Those are just a few of the words of giving. But then as I thought about the word give and how when we give um, to God, what God does with this giving, so um, I got this word, and God said, give. God's investment value equals eternity. Eternal, eternity, eternal. Nothing, it, the means that we give, the way he gave, it was an eternal gift. It's an everlasting gift. That's an eternal, it's an everlasting gift. It never dies. Your giving is not in vain. Your giving is not in vain. Listen, your giving is not in vain. Sometimes we don't see the harvest when we think we ought to see it. But your giving is not in vain. And I want to take you through some scriptures on today because, first of all, we want to talk about giving. Um, I know we talk a lot about, you know, we give our time, our talent, and uh, our treasure. So um, we first want to talk on this time thing <laughs> that nobody seems to understand. Time, 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 time. Time is something that you can never get back. Once the time is gone, once that second is spent, 
once that minute is spent, once that hour, that day has been spent, guess what? There is no erasing. There is no deleting. There is no backspacing. There is no white out. There is nothing that can go back and redo the whole time. Nothing at all. So we got to use the time that has been given to us wisely. What are we doing with our time? Because our time should be used wisely in order to make sure that we're in the earth doing what we were created by our creator to do and not just to have fun, not just to go out. You know, I know it's Christmas season and we got a lot of time on our hands because we get holidays off, we get this time off, we got time with our family, we got this and all these other things going on. But what are we doing with our time? Are we giving our time wisely to our Father? Because our Father has given us time. Uh, mm, Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Our Father has given us time. So I divided this time thing up. And when I divided this time thing up, because, you know, we say we should be given a tenth. You know, that's what the Old Testament says, that we should give a tenth, okay? So if we give a tenth of our time, let's, let's break this down so that we can get a clear understanding what our time is worth. How much time is a tenth of our time? So a tenth of our time is actually two hours and 24 minutes a day. 2.4 hours, that's 2 hours and 24 minutes every day if we were to give a tenth of our time. So how can we ever repay what our Father has given to us? Because most of the time we're busy with other things. You know, we, 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 we don't have time. And I'm talking about one-on-one time. I'm not talking about, well, I was listening to praise and worship while I was driving. That's fine. You should surround yourself in an atmosphere that's conducive, okay, to bring the presence of the Lord before you, to keep your mind stayed on Christ and so forth like that. But I'm talking about having some one-on-one. I'm talking about having some downtime with God so that he can download into your spirit, that he can lead and guide you. Because, you know, we serve a jealous God. God said, hey, I want your attention. I don't want you distracted by trying to, Focus on the praise and worship and drive, you know, that you get to, you get in the spirit and your foot get happy, you know what I'm saying? Your foot get happy and you begin to speed and you be saying, I was just caught up in praise and worship. Hello, Mr. Policeman is not trying to hear that story. He's not going to be like, oh, yeah, she was, you know, she was sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. She was driving, listening to praise and worship and her foot got heavy. No, that's not what. That's not how it's going to go down. Now, you may receive some favor, you know, but I'm just saying that's not how it goes down. God wants a one-on-one time because that's what he is giving to us. He gives us his one-on-one time. Why? He is omnipresent. God is everywhere. God is all-knowing. He's all-seeing. But yet, he can focus on the one little person in the midst of all of everything else. He sees you. Amen. Although there's millions and billions of things, he sees you. Everybody has an individual relationship with this one man. So we should be able to give him 
two hours and 24 minutes of our time. We need to see, what, where's the time going? What are we doing? If we're doing something that's not productive, if we're doing something that's not enhancing the kingdom, we need to find out what these things are. We need to find out what these distractions are that are keeping us from getting our two hours and 24 minutes a day. Maybe, you know, I, I like to relax my mind sometimes, and I don't know the name of the game, cook out, cook up, whatever it is, but sometimes I get a little carried away with cook up, but I still have time to pray and speak to, speak with and pray to and worship with my father on a one-on-one basis. But, you know, I'm saying I could be doing more in that time. That time I can't get away. I always say, you know, sometimes these games are a little demonic because why? When you start to play these games on your phones, on your uh, tablets and whatever, you know, your other outlets or whatever, they become addictive, you know. If, you know, I know some people that used to play these games on these Xboxes and all this stuff, they would be up all night long. Amen. Just wonder if they were up all night long having prayer. Would you not know what that repay would be by giving this time to God? But instead, you know, they gave it to Call of Duty and all of the other games that they've been playing, you know, um, uh, what is it, Candy Crush and all these other things. We have to put God first. That's what the Bible says, to put him first, that we should keep God first. That's what the Bible tells us, to keep him first. Because why? He is number one. He is first. He is the creator. And without him, we have nothing. We, have, we don't even have breath to breathe without him. So we need to make sure that we are staying connected and that we are giving our time properly. That's two hours and 24 minutes a day. You say, well, uh, Sister Valerie, I just can't give two hours and 24 minutes. Okay, let's work on a workup plan so that you can begin to do um, these two hours and 24 minutes. Amen. We're going out of a year, coming into a new year. Let's see if we can give God some more of our time, amen, so that we can go into a new year greater than what we are in 2016. So two hours and 24 minutes, a workup plan. Okay, how do we do a workup plan? Well, maybe I don't give more than, you know, 30 minutes uh, of my time. So, okay, let's try to work up a plan to where we can give an extra 30 minutes. You know, maybe you have lunch on the job and you have an hour lunch. Maybe you can give 30 minutes to eat and 30 minutes uh, one-on-one for God, you know, 25. Let's get you some time to get back to your desk properly. Okay, so 25 minutes to give to God. Or maybe you eat for 25 minutes and give God 30 minutes. But let's give God our time First, let's let's make sure that we're doing these things in proper order. And let's not go into this thing, oh, God, it's my time. i got to give God 30 minutes. You know, I'm just sitting here just waiting, you know, like I'm waiting on a bus and I'm impatient and I really don't have this kind of time. No, the way we give to God is the way we get it back. If we give grudgingly to him, hey, we're going to get it back. You know, somebody's going to have a way to bless us and they're going to really, you know, I want to bless you, but, uh, you know, it's so hard for me to give this to you. No, we want people to freely give to us. So we got to freely give to the one that has given to us. Amen. We're going to get to that in a second. Next of all, it says give your time 
your talent, your talent. What are you doing? Are you sitting on your talent? Are you not giving of your talent? Oh, my God, so many gifted people, and we just sit on what the gift is. We, God is giving us a gift. Some people have the gift to sing. Some people have a gift of a gift of gab. They can talk to others. Guess what? If you got a gift of gab, you got a gift that can win souls to others. Amen. Because why? People love the whole conversation. I'm not saying we want to be argumentative. You know, some people can be argumentative when they talk. Well, why this? Why that? You know, they want to get argumentative and, and combative. But when we are saying we have a gift of gab, we want to be able to say we have a persuasive way of speaking, a persuasive way to win others to to our Jesus, to our God, so that they know that, hey, without him, I'm nothing, that they really realize that without him, I'm nothing. I need him. I need him every hour, every minute, every second of the day. Amen. So that they will give their lives to Christ. Amen. It is an awesome thing when you can see, amen, the fruit when God allows you to go out and minister to others and you win souls to Christ or you're able to do a kind and warm thing for somebody else to stir up joy in somebody's heart that might be depressed, that might be sick, or do something. Amen. Don't sit up and do nothing. Don't do nothing. Do something. Be about your father's business. That's what we have been called to do, be about our father's business. So if we're not given this talent that we have, and we're sitting on the talent unused, it's talent abused. So if we're not using this talent that God has given us, this gift to sing, when you get ready to sing, guess what? Uh, you're going to sound just like that. Your voice, you're gonna be like, <clears throat> I'm trying to get my voice together. No, that's not the issue. The issue is that you have been sitting down on God with this talent, and you refuse to share this talent with somebody else. And so guess what? Just like God has sold into the to the man, and he, and he gave them all, you know, gave them all a talent. And the one man said, oh, Lord, I kept mine because, you know, I want to make sure I can give it back to you. Instead of using that talent, putting that talent in the ground, and allowing that talent, what, to take root, to cultivate this talent, and to make sure, hey, I can draw other people. I can cause this talent to sprout up and just branch out and become a big tree and be a blessing to others. Now, I just want to keep it right here at my house. I'm not taking it nowhere. I'm going to put it under my mattress. I'm going to put it on my pillow. It's in the closet. I can still do it, but it's in the closet. But I refuse to do it. Once again, a talent unused is talent abused. So we need to make sure that we're not sitting and riding the pews of of our churches and so forth like that. I'm going to get to the scriptures in a minute because I don't want you to think I'm just gabbing, gabbing, gabbing. I'm throwing some scriptures out, but I have not given you an actual verse. So I'm, I'm not just gabbing. I'm, I'm just teaching right now, and I can't kind of, you know, go back and forth right now. So here we have, we got it in the closet. You know, I got instruments in my closet, and, and I, I think about, you know, playing my instrument. I try, try, try. And and before, I, when I really could play, I was just looking at the instruments. I wasn't really using them. And so now that I want to play, I hear it in my head. I feel it in my spirit. But when I get ready to play, guess what? It's not all. It's 
not right. It won't come out right. Why? Because I sat on the talent and some things happened, and now I got to work to get that talent back in order to be able to do those things that I used to. And this man that I know also, he had a stroke. He was a guitar to play really, really good, had a stroke, and he wasn't able to work his fingers and do the guitar. Amen. But he got this man of God and this woman of God that spoke into his life, telling him about his talent. And so they said, you know what? God said to pick up that guitar. And he said, oh, I can't play. I can't play. My fingers, my fingers won't move the way they used to move. And they, and he, they told him, well, the Lord is going to heal your fingers as you work that guitar, as you work that bass, as you work that lead. He's going to heal those fingers through you doing, by you giving, by you sharing this talent that you have with others. So guess what? As he began to play, your number one, it was boom, 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 boom. Now he's strumming the guitar string, and he's playing the song. He's thumping that thing. He's playing that thing. You would never know that this man had a stroke. I mean, because he's on this guitar. He's leading this guitar. He's making it just harmonize and do all these other things, you know, with his fingers, what God has blessed him with. So we can't say, I can't do it. I can't do it. Well, we don't have it. God gives the increase. God will give the increase. God will make the difference. Don't say what you don't have. Don't say what you can't do because we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. That's Philippians 4 and 13. So where there's a will, as I tell my kids, there's an A. But where there's a will, there's a way. Amen. So we just have to trust and believe God on that. And next it says our time, our talent, and our treasure. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Our treasure. Our treasure. Our treasure. What is your treasure? Oh, my God. So, you know, we got so many things. You know, I treasure this and I treasure, I treasure my gold. I treasure my cars. You know, if we got gold, if we have cars, if we have a car, we got a brand new car, we can't give nobody a ride. Oh, my God, we have just failed the test. No, you can't ride in here, honey. I just got this car, and you are wet and muddy, and you, you can't get in here. Uh, uh, you going to be okay on the bus stop, or you all right with walking? <laughs> no. That's not what God is saying. You know, we can't be picky and selective when we can help our sister or brother. If we see a sister or brother walking to church, a sister or a brother, okay, you know, because you got to be careful, you know. I'm not saying put strangers up in your car and everything, but God will give you a spirit of discernment, amen, when to help and what to do. But we got to have that one-on-one time that we're talking about with God so that when he downloads something to us, we know for sure without a shadow of a doubt that he is speaking to us. We got to know that we know that we know that we know when our daddy is speaking to us. I mean, excuse me. Oh, God, help me, Lord. Tomorrow will be the day that my father passed, but sometimes in my sleep I still can hear him called my name so loud and clear. He called my name like nobody else. And when he said my name, sometimes my body would go like into convulsion. What did I do? I don't know what I did. I don't know what I did. I would get so frantic and confused because I was trying to figure out what I had did. Guess what? God says your name like nobody else. God knows you. And when he called you out, there's a certain 
of joy. There's a certain thing that he does in order for you to know that this is him speaking to you, directly to you. So we got to make sure that we get all three of these teams together in order to make sure that we got the right kind of giving. Okay, so he has given us things, things, things that we can share with others. And those things, you know, uh, monetary, you know, we can share our monetary gift with others. Okay, so let's go over to uh, Deuteronomy, the 15th chapter, amen, and the 10th verse. I'm going to say these scriptures again, Deuteronomy 15 and 10, just in case you um, don't get uh, some of the words today. I'll, I'll go back and go through some of them. I'm not going to go through all of them. It says, Thou shalt surely give him, and thine heart shall not be grieved when thou givest unto him, because that for this thing the Lord thy God shall bless thee in all thy works. Listen, there's a blessing in giving. He's going to bless you in all your works. He's going to bless you in all your works and in all that thou puttest thine hand unto. Now, ain't that good? Ain't that good? I'm talking kind of, you know, abundantly. I'm abundantly speaking here. But ain't that good? Because he says here, that if we give from our heart, from our heart, we got to check our heart when we give. Oh, my God. We got to check our heart when we give. We have to check our heart when we give. Why? Because we want our works to be blessed. Why? Because we want uh, what our hand has been put to do to be blessed. Those are two blessings right there off the bat that we got forgiven. Our works and our hands will be blessed when we give with the right heart. Amen. Next is our uh, Deuteronomy 16 and 17, which it says, Every man shall give as he is able, according to the blessing of the Lord thy God, which which he has given thee. So if God blesses us, amen, if he blesses the works, our works in our hands, we we should be able to bless and be a blessing to others as we are able to give. Now, that don't mean, well, okay, uh, you know, uh, Christmas is um, uh, next week, and my baby, he want a, I'm, you know, a hoverboard, and I want to get this for so-and-so and this, that, and the other. No, 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 no. That's, um, and so when I get done, I'm going to give this to somebody else. Listen, Christmas actually falls on a Sunday. (laughs) I'm going to challenge some people this year. I'm going to challenge you to give. Come prepared to give a gift to your creator. I'm, I'm asking you, come prepared to give a special offering to your creator as we prepare to um, worship our Savior. We are celebrating what? The birth of Jesus Christ. We're not celebrating giving the gift because the gift was given. The gift was already given. Jesus Christ was the gift. So um, we we come to bring gifts. Just like the, the wise men, you know, people get it mixed up, you know. I had to go back and search the scriptures, so I'm going to bust somebody's bubble this morning. You know, we 
heard the song they say it was three wise men. But I had to go back and, you know, search and search and search. It didn't say three wise men. It was just portrayed three wise men came to from far to bring their gifts unto our Lord and Savior. We don't know how many wise men came to bring the gifts to our Lord and Savior. I had to search it now. It's not, it, it does not say three wise men, okay? So when we come, we need to be like those wise men. Those wise men came. They came just to give. They came just to give. They didn't come to receive. They came to give. They came to worship before the king, the baby king, the baby, baby Jesus. They came to worship. What? They knew that he was coming. So they came from afar <laughs> with an attitude, with a mind to give. So uh, Proverbs 21 and 6 says, oh, excuse me, 21 and 26, I'm sorry. It says, he covets greedily all the day long, but the righteous giveth and spareth not. Okay? The righteous give and spare not. So if we are righteous, we're going to give, and we're not going to even uh, be like, well, you know, I, I want to get this over here first, and I have to get this for me. And uh, uh, No, we give and we spare not. We give. We give. We are givers. Amen. Righteous body of Christ, holy body of Christ, we are givers. Proverbs 3 and 27 Okay, it says, withhold not good from them to whom it is due, when it is in the power of thine hand. And God already told us that he was going to bless our hand if we gave with the right heart. The power of thine hand to do it. So give. Give is is honor not due to our Lord and Savior. It's honor not due to a baby that was born in Bethlehem for us. Is honor not due to them that has poured into us those things, spiritual things? Is honor not due there? Is honor not due to our father and our mother? Is, is Should we not love others and do unto others as we would have them to do unto us? Is it not more blessed to give than to receive? How are we giving? We want to be blessed, blessed beyond measure. Blessed beyond measure. Listen, it's so many scriptures on giving. I, I just can't pick them all out to give to you. So I tried to mark some down because I got to get to my New Testament one so I can, you know, make sure because you know, I had to check my child on something. You know, he told me something. And he was like, well, you know, I, I got grace. And I said, okay, are we abusing uh, grace here? You know, we need to check ourselves. We got to make sure that we're in right relationship with God. We can't just abuse a thing and be like, well, you know, it's all right. That's just like taking out the bank, you know. We keep taking withdrawal. You know, you go to the ATM, you got $10,000 in ATM. You take out $1,000, you know, then you go to the store and you shop. You spend another, you know, two or $3,000. Then, you know, you say, well, um, I want to do this over here. So you take out another $500, and you spend that up. 
And then you go over here and you say, so what did you put back in? You haven't been putting anything in. Your bank has been set up, but what are you putting back in the bank? We got to be able to put something back in the bank. Amen. We just can't keep withdrawing, 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 and we don't have anything to put back in the bank. We got to keep an account. We're held accountable even for, for that that is drawn out of the bank. What are we doing with this that we have been given? Amen. So who much is given, much is required. So he is given to us. He has given to us. He has given his son. He has given to us. He has blessed us. He blessed us each and every day. He blessed us. He blessed us with food, clothing, shelter. You know something? I don't have enough. I don't have that. Okay, the widow woman had some flour and some oil. <laughs> Just some flour and some oil. And a long time ago, you know, I listened to the old people say, they didn't say flour, they say flour. You know, we, I got some flour and some oil, and, and we going to, you know, <laughs> but I'm just listening to it in my head, what I'm hearing in my head right now. But they had, she had this flour and this oil, and she had this son. So she was prepared to fix a meal for her and her son with this flour and this oil, and after that, she was like, oh, Lord, so this is it, Lord. If I live, I live. If I die, I die. But this is it, Lord. This is all I got. And nothing else in here. So guess what? The last thing that she had for her family, she gave this. She gave it to the prophet. What? She gave it to the prophet and what? God blessed her. God blessed her exceedingly, abundantly, Above all, that she could ask a thing. He just kept on blessing and blessing and blessing and blessing this woman. She didn't even know what to do. I mean, she had so much to give that, you know, when, I mean, she had so much that was given back to her that she didn't know what to do. I mean, she had enough to give to others. You know, sometimes we get so much, we start holding on to stuff like hoarders. <laughs> we become hoarders. Hoarders. We can become uh, spiritual hoarders. We got to be able to give back to others. I don't know what your gift is. I don't know how God is blessing you. I don't know what God is giving to you monetarily. But I know that the person that gave it to you is worthy of receiving a portion back. Why? Just because he's God. Just because he's the creator. Just because he's the one we're giving. I remember for one birthday, one of my friends took me to bingo. I had never been to bingo. And I was like, oh, my God, what is this? Oh, my goodness. I get to a place. When I get around people I don't know, I get kind of, you know, bashful and everything. And so I was like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. And she said, you take this, you do this, you do that. And she was trying to tell me, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm confused. I'm looking at it. I, was, I couldn't pay attention to really what was going on on the board because I was trying to look around and see what was going on in the room. But anyway, um, she told me before I went there, she told me the name of the game, okay? So I'm telling you the name of the game right now. She told me the name of the game. She said, well, uh, when we go play bingo together, this is how it works. So if you hit, you give some money to the other people that you with, so you all become winners. Listen, so I'm like, really? And I was like, I got to 
she, well, she paid for me to go because it was my birthday and she was treating me to my birthday, not to mention that our birthdays are five days apart, okay? So she treated me to a bingo, and I'm saying, what kind of birthday is this? <laughs> so afterwards, she didn't take me to eat, though, but she took me to bingo, and I didn't really, you know, I could play bingo at school, but I never won <laughs> when we played bingo at school. So I've been there, and I was like, in my mind, saying, well, I hope I do win because I don't want to be in here long. You know, I'm just thinking, do we have to be here all night? And she was like, you know, she was telling me about how people stay there all night, and the bingo house is open 24 hours, and, oh, my God, I can't be playing bingo like this. And so I won. I won some money. And she had already told me, you know, when you win, everybody um, that you come with, you're supposed to give them something so that everybody wins. Listen, God has given us a requirement. He has given us a mandate. And I'm getting ready to give you this mandate right now. Hold on right quick. Let me get over here because I, I know it by heart. Don't, don't get it misunderstood because I know it by heart. But I want to make sure that I read it verse by verse. Amen. It says in uh, Malachi chapter 3 and verse 8, amen, I might have to uh, go back and, you know, recite it again. Will a man rob God? Yes, he have robbed me. Listen, will a man rob God? Yet he have robbed me. But ye say, wherein has he robbed thee? In tithes and offerings. Ye are cursed with the curse. For ye have robbed me, even this whole nation. <laughs> Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive. Now, so he has already put the mandate on that we should bring our tithes and our offerings to the storehouse. What is the storehouse? The storehouse is the house where you're being fed. The storehouse is the house to the one that's blessing you and your family, that's praying for you, the one that is giving you the word, that is teaching you, that is leading and directing you. Every person associated with this ministry, amen, I pray to God that you have a church family, amen, so that you can sow, so that you can uh, tithe and give your offering into that ministry. And there may be other ministries that God has called you to be a blessing to, amen. So I, I'm saying make sure that you are staying connected to the point to where you hear the voice of God when to give. I mean, we should be praying for discernment. I like to pray and ask God, God, what is my offering going to be for today? Lord, what is it that you would have me to give on today? Those are some questions that we should be asking. We should meditate on that thing. We should already know. We should be seeking God as to what we should give. You know, I know people say, I'm giving a trinity. You know, the good old trinity. One, two, three. I got $3. That's my trinity. I got one for the Father. I got one for the uh Son, and I got one for the Holy Ghost. Now, how about if God was telling you, okay, I want you to put a zero behind that $1. I want you to give $30. I want you to give that trinity to the Father, okay? I want you to give that 
to the Father. You know, sometimes we have a problem with giving and we give, you know, penny any, but, you know, God can give more than what man can give to us. God can open up doors that man try to shut because why? He's God. He is ruler of the universe. He he is favor, and when we're in him and we're doing what he has called us to do, he blesses us. Listen to what he's saying, verse 11. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, and he shall not destroy the fruit of your ground, neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, said the Lord of hosts. This is the good verse right here. And all nations shall call you blessed, for ye shall be a delightsome land, said the Lord of hosts. How about that? He said that all nations shall call you blessed, and that you shall be a delightsome land. And then we're going to go over to Luke, uh, the sixth chapter. I'm kind of rushing through this because I've been chatting, Kathy, and all of that, um, giving these scriptures. But you got to have these scriptures because I don't want you to say she said this, but she didn't have no scripture background. She was just talking and talking and talking. Nope, I'm going to have some scripture for you. Amen. Luke 6 and the 30th verse, it says here, Give to every man that asketh of thee, and of him that taketh away as thy goods, ask them not again. Verse 38, and it says, Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. Press down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet withal, it shall be measured unto you again. So what? We cannot be given grudgingly. So why? Why are we going to go through this? We're going to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 9, amen, verses 6 through 8. Because we want to know what type of givers that we should be so that we can know how to be blessed. And so much that we desire, Titus, uh-oh, I'm in the wrong one. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold up, hold up. Okay. But I, but this I say, he that soweth sparingly shall reap sparingly. He that soweth bountifully shall reap bountifully. Every man according as he purposed in his heart, what is your heart telling you? What is your heart filled with? Are you giving just because you want to get something back? Or are you giving out of love, compassion, concern? Are you giving because you love the Lord? Or how are you giving? Are you giving with the right heart, with the right mind when you give? Are you giving, amen, bountifully when you give? So let him give, not grudgingly or out of necessity, for the Lord loveth a cheerful giver. So when we go by and put our stuff in there, we ought to be just a smiling and jumping and shouting when we're giving our money to the Lord. We should have a, a, a thank you, Jesus, and a hallelujah in our spirit. Because guess what? There's people sleeping on the sidewalk. It's people sleeping in tents. It's people walking the street. It's people that have lost their mind. God is giving something to you. We got something to shout about when we give. Hey, if somebody don't have something to eat, but we got a roof over our head, we got a way to go. You know, let's 
stop complaining and let's start giving. Let's live, let's give. Let's learn how to live and give the right way. I'm saying all of this because I, I just learned so much about giving. I learned so much about valuing my time and how I use my time. So I want to make sure that God has blessed me and shown me how to give. He's shown me how to use my time to spend with him. Listen, God can give more than what man can give to you. Listen, (laughs) your job may be paying you $30 an hour, but God said, I want to give you $90 an hour. Can you stand to be blessed? Can you stand to give God as God is giving to you? If he can't uh, give you, allow you to be blessed with the 30, how he going to give you with the 90? So we got to make sure that we know how to give. We can't get so puffed up and, you know, uh, snooty and all of that stuff that we can't give and we can't, oh, oh, no, I can't go down there. I cannot serve in that community. Would you go to the hedges and the highways, giving of your time, giving of your talent, giving of your treasure? Would you not give into the house of the Lord? Would you not give unto those that have blessed you in spiritual things? Would you not give unto those that are less fortunate? Hey, America's coming up with this system, the National Giving Day, where everybody is encouraged to give. Okay, we want to talk about this giving. I know I'm skipping over some stuff, but listen, God has given me this, and I am just excited about this. The National Giving Day. We want to talk about this thing. Amen. Let me get to this scripture right here because I'm going to read it word for word. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. What was that? It says God's investment value is eternal. That's what give stands for. God's investment value is eternal. And it says right here, it tells you right here, but have everlasting life. God so loved the world that he gave. He gave. That is the thing. He gave. There is an action. We have to put some action behind it. I want to help the people. You can't even help because you're too worried about what if I give this, I'm not going to have this. We got to be like the widow woman. We got to be like, hey, I'm all out. I'm all out. I'm all out, and I'm giving. I have stretched myself out. You know, when God tells me to give something, I'm like, God, is this you stretching me? Because I want to discern. I want to know that this is the Lord talking to me when he tells me to sow these seeds into people's lives. And I'm like, God, is this you stretching me out? I want to know that you're speaking to me because if it's you speaking to me, I want to hurry up and get this seed. I want to hurry up and get this out of my hand and give it to the person that you're telling me to give it to. So I want to make sure that I'm out in a hurry to meet the one that I need to witness to. I want to be in a hurry, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, to meet the one, amen, to give my time to. We got to be in a hurry. We got to be about our father's business. Time is winding up. We cannot reverse time. The only thing that time does is keep on rolling. That's what time keeps doing. It keeps on rolling. There's no rewind in time, but we keep on rolling in time. So we got to make sure that we give our talent, our time, our treasure.
do it, you know, half-heartedly, that's how you're going to receive it, half-heartedly. I get blessed, and then I find out I get a big win over here, and the next time, bam, everything is gone. And then we're waiting for the next big win. No, we can't be waiting for the next big win, the next big breakthrough. God wants us to be blessed beyond measure. And why am I telling you this? Amen. I got a scripture to let you know how God wants us to be blessed beyond measure. Excuse me. Here we go. Deuteronomy, the first chapter, and verse 1. Oh, man. Let me get there. I know I'm about close to time, but I want to make sure that you leave this line today blessed. I want to make sure that you leave this line today not just talking about what I'm going to do for this person over here. I'm buying this. I'm getting this for Christmas and all this kind of stuff. I think I may tell this story every year. My father passed nine days before Christmas. I had all these things in my mind what I was going to do. I knew that he was sick. I knew he was close to death. I knew all of these things. But I was like, at last Christmas, we're going to spend Christmas. I'm going to take him home from the hospital. I had this plan, that plan, this plan, that plan. I had all of these things planned, what I was going to do, how our family was going to spend this Christmas together. But guess what? Nine days before Christmas, hallelujah, God said, not so. He's not going to be here. He, I'm taking him home with me. He's ready. It's time for you to get right. So listen, we might be waiting for Christmas. We might be waiting for birthdays and holidays and Valentine's Day and Mother's Day and all these other things to express our love to our loved ones, to show somebody else some love, just to have a reason for giving. God didn't have a reason for giving. He just gave his only son. Amen. So I want you to know what God says right here. Deuteronomy, verse 1, chapter 11, it says, The Lord God of your fathers make you a thousand times so many more as ye are, and bless you as he had promised you. So what? He want to bless you a thousand times more, a thousand times more. And then we have the scripture that tells us what? He want to bless us, pressed down, shaking together, and running over. Amen. Exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask a thing. You know, we all put a, a, a block on it. You know, I said, God, I don't want to hold you in a box no more. We put God in a box. God, I just need this right here. I just need this right here. God may be saying, I got more for you, sister. I got more for you, daughter. I got more for you, son. I want you to have this. I want you to have something outside the box. Give me an opportunity to pour into you. Spend time with me. The time that you spend to me is eternal. You can't get it back. Guess what? But that time that you have spent with me, that two hours and 24 minutes that you have given to me, listen, I'm going to reward you. Those things that you have done in secret, I'm going to reward you openly. Why? Because you have given of yourself. You have laid out prostrate before me when everybody else was sleeping. You were up walking the floor and praying, not just for your house, but somebody else's house, not just for your child, but somebody else's child. I hear you, my daughter. I hear you, my son. Just hold on. <laughs> Help us on the way. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And then what he says about our talent. He says, give your talent and your treasures. Why? Because we don't want to be accused of abusing our talents. We want to make sure that we're blessing others with our talents. Why should we bless others 
with our talent. Why? Because we want to increase the kingdom. We want to make sure that we see souls being saved. We want to make sure that we see the joy of the Lord. We want to make sure that we see others being strengthened behind this. We want to make sure that we see people healed and set free and delivered. We can't hold on to what God has given to us. It's too much to hold on to. It's too much to keep inside of you. So you might lose your mind trying to keep it all and contain it all together. But God got more room for you. Just like Jesus, he was born in the one. There was no room in the end. He was born in a born, hallelujah, but there was no room for him. Listen, the end couldn't hold him. The end was too small. How when you go to a hotel room, what do they do? They put you in a little room. They put you in a little room with a bed or TV or whatever. He said, that's not big enough. That's not big enough. That's not big enough. I want to bless you. He put him in the board. <laughs> he put him in the board. And people were coming from near and far, wise men, bringing this man gifts. It was a baby. He was unaware of what was going on. Jesus, he was unaware <laughs> of what was going on. But he was being blessed beyond measures. He was being honored even <laughs> in the crib. He was being honored. Oh, Jesus, thank you, Lord. He was being honest, and God want to honor us. He want to honor us today. So I'm asking you today. I know that we call it the National Give Day. Take this right here to this number right here, but this is what I want you to text today. This is what I want you to put on your social media today. Have you given your life to Christ, the one who died for you, the one that went to bed for you, the one that healeth you, the one that giveth unto thee, the one, hallelujah, that maketh rich and added no sorrow, the one, the bright and morning star, the one, the rose of shower, the one, thank you, Jesus, the lily of the valley, hallelujah, the one, he is the one, he is the ultimate gift. There's no gift, hallelujah, greater than the gift that our Father has given to us. And that is his son, his only begotten son. And whatever we give to God, whatever we give for Christ's sake, hallelujah, it is eternal. There's an eternal value system in our giving. So I'm asking you to share this word, to share the importance of giving, not just giving monetarily, not just sharing. <laughs> Thank you, Lord God. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Your talent. Not just sharing. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Your time. But giving your life for the one that gave his life. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? Is it worth it on today? This Christmas, I'm looking for a harvest of souls. I'm looking for my loved ones to be saved. I'm looking for your loved ones to be saved. I'm looking for people to be healed. I'm looking for God to do great and mighty and marvelous things. I'm asking God today to blow your mind. Most gracious and merciful, Father God, I thank you and I praise you, Father God, for those that have assembled here today for this word, give. Give. God's investment value is eternal. 
Lord, I thank you and I praise you, Lord God, for even the acronym that you have given unto me, Father. I thank you, Father God, hallelujah, God, for your son, Jesus, hallelujah, that you gave so freely, hallelujah, for me and so many others, God. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, God, Father God, where we have fell short, we ask today for forgiveness, Father. Father God, if we have fallen short in our time and our talent, and our treasure. Father God, we ask today, God, that you would allow us to start afresh, oh God. Give us another chance, Father God. Lord, we thank you and we praise you, God. Oh God, that if we confess to you, God, that we have not been wise stewards over what you have given us, God. Lord, I thank you, oh God, that you are a forgiving God. So, Father God, we repent right now, Father, for those things, oh God, that you have called us to do that we have yet to do, Father God. Father God, give us the will, oh God, the will to live, the will to give, oh God, in the name of Jesus, God. Father, I thank you and I praise you, oh Father God, that even as the people leave this line on today, God, Father God, that you would bless them, oh God, to be givers, cheerful givers, oh God, that you may bless them, that you may bless their works. You may bless their hands, Father God, that you can bless them, oh God, beyond measure, that you can bless them, oh God, 1,000-fold, 30, 60, 100-fold, God, in the name of Jesus, God. And, Father God, I thank you, Father God, even in their giving, because I know that your math system, oh God, Lord God, there's no takeaways, but there's always multiplication when it comes to you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, but there are powers and exponents when it comes to you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, God. So, Lord God, I thank you, Lord God, that as we give our time, talent, and treasure, Lord God, Lord God, that it's increasing, oh God, hallelujah, and our eternal banks, oh God. And, Father God, I thank you and I praise you, God, that not just eternal, God, but those things, oh God, that you would allow us to see manifest on the earth realm, Father God, in the name of Jesus, God. So, Father, I thank you for healings that will come forth, breakthroughs, Father. I thank you, Father God. I call in monetary gifts, oh God, those that have a will to give, Father God. Bless them, oh God. Bless them, oh God, that they can sow into the kingdom of God, Lord God. I call in, oh God, monies, oh God, from the north, the south, the east, and the west, oh God, in the name of Jesus, God. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father God that they shall have everything that they need. Hallelujah, God. And I thank you, Lord God, that this season, oh God, is all about you, the gift. You are the gift. You are a gift to this dying world. And we thank you, Lord, for giving your son, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, to die on the cross for us. We thank you, Lord, for his life. We thank you, Lord God, that we have a right to eternal life because of the gift you gave. For it's in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen, 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 amen. I do apologize for holding you over. Amen. I pray to God that you were blessed on this morning um, on the word give. God's investment value is eternal. Amen. I pray that you were blessed on this thing, and, and I'm looking for uh testimonies to come forth in the weeks to come. I know we'll have testimonies before the end of the year. I'm looking forward to those testimonies. 
so if you have connected with this ministry for the first time, we thank you so much for joining with us on this morning. Listen, we're here every Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Central Standard Time, also on 7 o'clock p.m. each and every Monday. Join us for our Miracle Mondays and Sundays at 8 a.m. Join us for our Bible School. If you desire your prayer after this broadcast, you may contact the ministry at 773-609-2071. If it's a prayer request, we will not be returning those calls. But listen, we have a powerful ministry team, a powerful group of intercessors that will be praying over your prayer needs. Amen. And also, if you have any questions um, or concerns or comments or commendations for this ministry, please leave it on our voicemail. You can contact us via our email, messageofchrist at yahoo.com, our website, messageofchrist.net, sylviastaplesministries.com. You can be a blessing and sow into this ministry. If this ministry is blessing you, we pray that you will be a blessing to this ministry as well as um, connect with Pastor Staples on Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope. She is Sylvia Staples on all of those outlets. Listen, stay connected to this ministry. Stay connected to this ministry. It is a growing ministry. Listen, if you really want to know about anything, Pastor Staples is an awesome teacher. She's an awesome counselor as well, and she is now available for counseling sessions. So if you're interested in counseling with her, um, please contact the ministry um, via our means of outlets, and we pray to um, have further contact with you, and we pray that you will visit our ministry again at 6 a.m. in the morning. Join us as we close down our last uh, Power in the Word week for 2016 on tomorrow. So, uh, we, we are grateful that you're here. May the Lord bless you. May his keep you. May his face shine upon you. It's my prayer. Be blessed in the city. Be blessed in the field. Be blessed as you come out and as you go in. God bless you. Amen, amen, amen. Have a good and awesome day.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.